0: of a mix of more than 36,000 marble, grand, and nice blocks. The Washington Monument stands tall over the nation's capital, not only in honor of its namesake, President George Washington, but as a testimony to the, the engineering abilities of humankind, the strength of a nation bold enough to design it and to build it. But we all know what happened in the summer of 2011, don't we? At 1.51 p.m. on August 23, 2011, a magnitude 5.8 earthquake struck about 90 miles southwest of D.C. Visitors in the Washington Monument that day were thrown about by the force of of the shaking, falling mortar and pieces of stone caused minor injuries. Damage occurred throughout the metropolitan area of Washington, but the monument was among the significantly damaged structures. The earthquake caused a large crack near the top of the structure. A stone block was dislodged, allowing light to creep in, and mortar stone was scattered at its base. The symbol of strength and endurance began to show. Supposed to leap out of their seabed and flood miles and miles inland. The ground is not supposed to shake and ripple. The sky is not supposed to form a funnel cloud that destroys towns. Forests are not supposed to burn out of control, destroying cities and, and lives. We know all this happens. We have seen it happen. We've either seen it on the news or maybe we personally experienced it. Some of us have even traveled to these places where. These kinds of tragedies have occurred, and we've ministered to survivors of these crises. We've looked into hopeless eyes, weary eyes of survivors. Not only have they lost friends and family, homes that hold precious memories, they have also lost their innocence. What they once believed in to be strong and sure... The towering structure would stand forever. The sea would stay securely in its seabed. The sky would be beautiful and not deadly. The forest would only be inspiring and breathtaking. What they once believed is somehow not not any longer trustworthy. I saw a movie recently called Only the Brave. It was about an elite group of firefighters called Hot Shots. Where of uh, this group, eighteen of the nineteen members of this this team died fighting a forest fire. At one point in the movie, the leader of the crew told his men to look out at the immense forest they could see and tell him what they saw, and there was silence. Now, my response was, I was thinking as I was watching the movie, I thought, it's just beautiful. It's God's beauty of creation. And the chief broke the silence by saying to his team, what you see before you is fuel. Because of what forest fighters did for a living, they knew that miles and miles of beautiful trees could not stand forever. They knew that because of their vocation when they looked out at the forest, that they somehow have lost their, their childlike innocence of only seeing the grandeur of creation. People who survive disasters lose a foundational belief that they once held true. They, they will no longer be able to walk on the ground, if only for a fleeting moment, wondering if it's going to shake. They'll no longer be able to look at the sky if it's just for a glance, wondering when the next funnel cloud would be. But as followers of Jesus, if we choose to see it, we know that there is great truth revealed in the midst of tragedies. It's the truth that every human constructed thing will ultimately crack and crumble. Even the best of what we build in this life, whether it's a monument to a president a house of our dreams, a sterling reputation, a portfolio filled with cash. Everything that we construct is susceptible to the elements and circumstances of life. And it is ultimately temporary. In our gospel today, Jesus and his disciples are leaving the great temple in Jerusalem. And one of the disciples, we don't know which one, he is not named. He says to Jesus, Teacher, look at what large stones and what massive buildings make up this. As the disciples look at that temple, staring at it like tourists, Jesus saw a teachable moment. And he said, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Jesus' words took the disciples by surprise. The disciples saw the temple that Harry had built as a massive and strong structure, something that would stand forever. And to be sure, it was an immense Joseph, uh, Josephus, a Jewish historian, wrote, The exterior of the building wanted for nothing that could astound either mind or eye. For being covered on all sides with massive plates of gold, the sun was no longer sooner up and it radiated so fiery a flash that persons straining to look at it compelled to, were compelled to avert their eyes. To so approaching strangers, it appeared from a distance like a get these large stones, I imagine we would have said the same thing too. Because we love bold, don't we? We love big and we love better. It seems to be the human motto, the bigger the better, right? The disciples are no different than we are, and we're no different than the disciples. While we tend to trust in our 2,000 years plus of insightful study of scriptures or think that the disciples are less understanding. when it comes to what it means to be a Christian in a church. Because, you see, whether it's church membership numbers, programs, and stewardship campaigns, whether it's transformative preaching that I know you receive every Sunday, whether it's Christmas musicals, Christian spiritual formation, moving worship, building projects, there is no end to what large stones we want to erect. If you don't believe it, come to a pastor's meeting. The first thing a pastor will say to another pastor. How many do you have in worship on Sunday? It's in our very DNA to be creative. I think it's in our very DNA as we are created. these things the center of our lives, we become distracted and we forget the Creator. King David in Psalm 20, he said, The way to live is some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. They collapse, but we rise and stand upright. Jesus points to his disciples God-focused? Is it others-focused? Or is it, as a friend of mine says, is it just another merit badge? Whether it's spiritual or not. The disciples were concerned. They were even frightened by what Jesus was telling them. However, in verse 7, Jesus says to his, His disciples, do not be alarmed. Things are going to be okay, because God has the last word. When death on the cross appeared to be the end, God had the last word, and that last word was to anchor our hearts and hope in Jesus, the one who offers eternal peace and never-ending love, to anchor our lives and hope of Jesus, the one who offers salvation that heals and and makes us whole. And when we do this, and when perhaps emerge in our lives, and they do and they will, our hope will be steady. It will be unshaken because our hope is anchored in the sure foundation.